You're listening to Inside the Locker Room with Wimp and Barry Sanderson on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. Barry Sanderson, it's time to take you inside the locker room. Presented by Dr. Pepper on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Hey, good morning. Welcome into the, what is today? Thursday edition of Inside the Locker. I don't even know the days now, Aiden. Uh, Thursday edition of Inside the Locker Rooms. You know, it's the Nick Saban show tonight. Mars high school football playoffs on Saturday. Uh, a big day of college football. So it's all right here. Uh, it's a really exciting time. The weather's great. Uh, so I love this time of the year. And we roll the clocks, I believe, back. On Sunday, did you know that, Aiden? You roll those clocks back, so you'll think for about a week you get an extra hour sleep. And this uh, is like the last or second to last time we ever have to do this. Oh, they, did they the, pass that bill? I don't know that it passed. Did it pass? Oh, I I, I thought it had, courtesy uh, of your boy Tubbs. Well, anyway, it's uh, it's going back on Sunday, I believe. That's right. Uh, so make sure you get all that straight, or you'll be an hour early to places. Hey, two zero five three four two nine nine zero four is the phone number if you want to get in. The show with us this morning. Great show lined up for you. Nate Oates will join us at 8.15. First time we've had the coach on in a while. They're getting ready for Longwood uh, on Monday nights. We look forward to visiting uh, with Coach Oates. We'll hear some uh, Saban press conference also in this hour. We'd love once again to have your phone calls, 205-342-9904. Twitter accounts at Locker Room 109. At Wimp Sanderson 1 and at Barry Sanderson. Go look at my Twitter. I got something special on there this morning. I want you to guys to take a look at there and give any advice, any and all advice on the Twitter account. Download the Tide 100.9 app to your smartphone, and you can take us with you anywhere you go. Yellowwood, pressure-treated pine from Great Southern. If you don't have that yellow tag on it, you don't want it. I mean, you don't want it. So go to yellowwood.com to find that dealer closest to you. Aiden, go ahead and lock him in. I can't lock him in permanently like you can over there. He is locked in. Good morning, Dad. You got the new puppy in the house. How'd it go? Uh, How'd Sam it go? is here. Sam is here. She seems to like her belongings. I had her out early this morning. She slept all night long. No, not the yeah, first all night. All night long. Maybe you need to be never giving, whimpered all night long. Maybe you Sam need is, to give training advice then. Sam Sam is a is a unusual dog. She it, tried to get yeah, she's just great. So, so anyway, you go look at my Twitter account, you can see a picture of Sam. I've got a picture of Sam, Sam on, on the Twitter stud. account. She's a stud little lady, I'll tell you right now. She, she is ready to go. All right. Uh, for some reason, you forgot to mention the blue plate, which I must not be important. You, you keep saying I'm not very good, but I'm better than anybody I've seen. Blue and, plate. Uh, blue plate. Four. Yeah, blue plate. So anyway, it won't be on until you know to the end of the show so we can keep all of our listeners on the edge of their seats. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but certainly we cannot start off any show without uh, talking about a combined no-hitter. Javier started for um, uh, Astros. The rest of them finished it up. He went six and a half innings, uh, no hits. The uh, rest of the guys came in. I'm surprised they took him out. And they no-hitted the Phillies after the Phillies had uh, hit a lot of home runs yesterday. And uh, they were yesterday, and it was a heck of a win. Two and two. It's got to go back. Now, play tonight. 
got to go back uh, to Houston. That was certainly uh, they needed that in order to be able to get it back to Houston. So it's two and two. It'll be very, very interesting. And if you like baseball, that was unbelievable. First time in, you were always looking for first. That's the first time in the history of baseball. Think about how long baseball has been going on. Julian Sajan, um, Carlsbad, California, who's a junior. And he will graduate and be in the 24 class, uh, has uh, committed to Alabama per- ver- verbally and said that uh, because coach is there, he wants to certainly play for somebody that sends people to the pros. So he'll the quarterback situation in Alabama continues to go good. He, most of you know we have, had one of them redshirted from this year, so uh, they've got the, this skill position is taken care of. Um Gonzaga, Barry, uh, Big 12 is going to talk to Gonzaga about going in there. Of course, the big problem there is they don't have football, but we'll see what happens there. Uh, you know, you don't like people who lose, and you don't like people about, you know, a, a lot of, a lot of things. That you, what do you mean you, you don't like people who lose? Well, the, the people people don't like somebody like Brian Harson who comes in and gets beat. And in, in some cases, I didn't finish it before you interrupted me. <laughs> but uh, I, think he, I think he made a... Uh, a, a lengthy statement um, thanking Auburn, talking about Auburn, and um, being sorry that he was let out. Whether he's that naive or not, I don't know. But but uh, he did a good job in his, in his exit uh, uh, speech, and I think it was you know it was honest and, and good. So that's that's the way that goes. And Barry and I, I'm sure, will have some discussions about that. Bill Self at Kansas. Now listen to me. The main thing that you don't want if you get put on probation is lose your scholarships. Uh, Bill Self not being in four games is no cotton-picking big deal. Not near as bad as losing your scholarships. So you complain about that and it's not fair and all this kind of stuff. Um, They reduced uh, the number of official visits by four. So a guy could just has to come in on his own, can't pay, can't pay. So maybe uh, the NIL money will take care of that once once you sign with us. The loss of scholarships for Kansas will be three over three years, not three in one year, and that is the huge. That's the, that's the biggest thing that happens to them. Penalty. Well, I know it's not, but I'm trying to explain to our listeners to get an understand. They don't understand that. They've said three uh, years of no NCAA tournament. Now, that's, yeah, that's right. Well, I'm, I'm finishing. Uh, the The biggest thing that they didn't want to happen to them was not just to be uh, denied an opportunity to play in the NCAA tournament. They still have the NCAA ter- have the opportunity to play in the NCAA tournament. Of course, Kansas State and Weber and all of them are really upset about it. So uh, that's. That's the way it goes. I explained it, I think, very good. And uh, they they lose the four visits. They lose the three scholarships over a three-year period. And they can't coach in four games. Big deal, Lucille. So they're they're still in good shape. And uh, Bill does a very good job of coaching. I, don't, I cannot get into the details of exactly what happened in the recruiting, but it did. And, and so they were, they've been sweating that out because they felt like that they were afraid that uh, the committee was – Sometimes committees are not very good. Uh, don't know, understand things. We're going, we're going to stick it to them and keep them from being in the NCAA term. Blue Plate will be at the end. They'll also be on it uh, 15 minutes after 8. 
we can talk with him about outbound basketball and um tomorrow uh, we have mike griffith on um from georgia and i tried to get him on because of the He's a pretty good talker uh, before the Georgia-Tennessee game. That's it. Also at the top of the hour, our Brookwood segment, we'll have Coach Johnny uh, Ford. She's uh, the basketball coach at Brookwoods. We'll have her own well and talk to her about the upcoming season. And uh, Dad, I've taken on a new job. I've got a new job. I accepted it this morning. Um, I've been – you know, we've, I'm helping with the middle school out there at Tuscaloosa Academy, and we've had uh, three games this week. We got another one tonight over at Davis Emerson, so we're like an NBA schedule. So I've been trying to help them out a little bit. My guy that played for me over there, Sam Riley, is is coaching them. They're off to a four and one start, and so when I got home last night, there was an email uh, to Jenny that uh, the kindergarten. Slash first grade, they need head coaches. Uh, so I will be coaching Max' team uh, also. So it will be coaching. Uh, I don't know what our name is yet. So I'm going to be coaching a kindergarten through one first grade team. On top of all that, I just told well, Jenny she has to be the team mom. I'm not getting on any more group me's, group text, group nothing. She's carrying the water bottles and doing everything. Well, I'm just showing up to practice. I want to be sure that, that you don't show uh, favoritism towards your son. My well, grandson. I told her this morning. That's very, that's, that you know, Mac, parents, will, that parents Mac, will check that. Yeah, that Mac would not start a game. And she's, oh, already, crap. she's already mad. I can't start my son. She's already Why? mad. She's you already... started. He's the best player starting. <laughs> she's already mad. At, Don't you start I'm with Jenny. I'm with Jenny. I'm with Jenny on that. And so I asked him, I said, do you want, do you, you, do you want me to coach you? And he said, yeah. I said, are you sure? Now, Daddy yells a lot. I'm going to run you. And he said, I'm looking forward to it. So we'll oh, see. Oh, my. Uh, he, he didn't say I'm looking forward well, to it. Well, he that. said he wanted me to. His hair's too long right now. He's going to wear a headband if we play it. A headband? Yeah. No, I ain't come watching no <laughs> kid of mine wearing no cotton-digging headband. Well, his hair's so long right now, he's going to need a headband. He'll have I'll a mustache. You can put it in a ponytail. Uh, I, ain't watch, I, ain't, I ain't doing that. So, anyway. Anyway, so I'm going to be – I don't know when I'm going to practice them. Uh, and I don't even have my team yet, but they've been screaming for coaches. So I'm going to – instead of sitting over there complaining about somebody coaching, I'm going to – you can sit over complain about me. So uh, anyway, there we go. So I got a K through one. I got a middle school game tonight. I got varsity practice and the varsity starting next week. And um, so we got a lot of basketball going on in the family there. Brian Harson, Dad, I saw something tonight. Was this a fake tweet, uh, Aiden? Did he just put on there Cancun? Is he going to Cancun? I doubt. I imagine. Oh, funny. I got to look into that. It's look it up. It said all it said was Cancun, and then they had people looking out in the Atlanta airport, said they could spot him. Some guy <laughs> took a picture of a guy pushing a trash can, said they thought that was Brian Harson. But if I, if I don't blame him, wouldn't you go to? But I think his son is a. Quarterback for Auburn. I know they're in the playoffs, so I doubt he's in Cancun. But uh, no, he's not in no Cancun. He get more crap on that. Nah, people, people believe half of it. <laughs> last not, week, his account was back on October fourteenth. Uh, so he in the Cancun. That was this a fake doctor. That was a fake. These fake Twitter accounts. And how about Elon Musk? Uh, is he serious? He said, "If you have a blue check, which means you send in some paperwork to be verified, so if you have a blue check, Dad, that means you are who that person is." So he's saying he's going to charge the blue checks eight dollars a month to do be on Twitter. 
You for that or against that, Aiden, Dad? What do y'all think about? I don't Eli? want to think about. I don't want to think about Twitter. <laughs> Aiden, blue check, eight I, bucks a month. It's not the most outrageous thing I've heard of, especially considering blue check doesn't mean you're like a big public figure. It just means you are who you, that account claims to be. So yeah. like, I don't know, eight, eight bucks a month to help them process paperwork. Uh, but I thought he was a billionaire that could handle anything. No, he ain't no thought to it. He paid 40-something billion for it. Uh, so this guy, anyway, is um, he owns Twitter now. So, All right, we're off and running. I'm sure nobody wanted to hear any of that about – oh, they want to hear about Sam, but not my coaching – uh, K through one, but that's going to be uh, quite interesting there. Uh, where, where start, are, start Mac. No, I mean Mac. Mac. Get that headband off of it. Start Mac and get the headband off. Two minute truck out at thirteen thirty Martin Roadies. That's where you go pick up your boxes, your packing supplies, whatever you need to make this a smooth. Remember, it's local, out of town, out of state. You let the professionals handle it. Moving is stressful. And these guys are great. They wrap all your stuff up, take great care of it. They get, it. They get these stuff around these corners and down these steps. Like, it's unbelievable uh, when you watch these guys work. 205-247-5050. Two men in a truck. Movers, who care? Nine traffic. From the towns of Nissan Traffic Center, no active wrecks, minor congestion on Lurling northbound at McFarland and 69 at Skyland. Now, if you see other conditions folks need to hear about, give me a call, 205-886-8886. Towns of Nissan is your hometown dealer with an amazing selection of new and used vehicles, and they will give you top dollar for your trade. Go see them today. I'm Captain Ray. Here's what's trending on the Tuscaloosa thread. In the Town Square Media News Center, I'm Scott Michaels. The West Alabama Human Trafficking Task Force has racked up six arrests and 12 felony counts against men soliciting minors for sex. The two-month undercover operation targeted men using social media to arrange sexual encounters with what they thought were children. The number two high school quarterback in the class of 2024 has committed to Alabama. Julian Sayan made the announcement live on ESPN yesterday. Alabama currently ranks number five and commits for 2024. In the Town Square Media News Center, I'm Scott Michaels. Black Friday deals, Black Friday deals. The gifts are unreal. Through Sunday, shop thousands of Black Friday deals at JCPenney. Get the warmth of a cozy house. Coaches took to the radio and TV airwaves to tell people that if you're building outdoors, the only way to build is with pressure-treated pine, yellow wood. It is the very, very best. Why? Because all the coaches said yellow wood, pressure-treated pine, protects against bug, termite, and weather. Decking, fencing, play sets, whatever you're wanting to build, just go to the Internet, look at yellow wood, and you will find these coaches advertised a great product. If it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, believe you me, you don't want it. It's Yellowwood. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. A warm November day ahead. The sky's sunny, Tuscaloosa's high 81. For tonight, fair with the low at 58. Tomorrow, partly to mostly sunny, the high also 81. Then Saturday, cloudy with a good chance of showers, the high at 77. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 50 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Follow Tide 100.9 on Facebook today to watch our live shows. Read the great articles and interact with Bama fans today.
Welcome back to Inside the Locker Room. Go to yellowwood.com. You look for decking, columns, deck accents, fence products, a yellowwood protector. You've already got the uh, deck built. You want to protect it. Uh, it will hold up in the weather. Yellowwood.com to find the dealer close to you. If it doesn't have the yellow tag on it, you don't want it. All right, to the Yellowwood Hotline, get Bryce in. Good morning, Bryce. Hey. Yes, sir. Hey, Do they not have any? Uh, good morning, guys. Do they not have any barbershops in Tuscaloosa? They do, but she says she likes it long. Oh, your your wife? Yeah. Hey, Coach uh, Wimp. Yeah. No, you is know what? On? You know the real problem is he. I think she's going to take this weekend. He wants a mohawk, and I don't think she's going for it. So. Well, that, that's baby between y'all. He's like six, so uh, y'all make him coach uh, Wimp. Yeah. Uh, he need, you think since he don't have a pair, we need to go to the hardware store and buy him a pair? A what? A, a pair of a pair of uh, cojones. Yeah, can't, can't tell the yeah. kid when to get a haircut. Yeah, you didn't have uh, that problem, did you? We don't want we don't want that. Uh, we don't want no headband on him. I don't like him headbands. Uh, no, no, I, I, I know the hair and he needs to have short hair. He needs to have short hair. Exactly. He's going to have on a headband and a sl- arm sleeve. And he needs to, he needs to have on, and he needs to play hard. If he doesn't play hard, bench. Yeah, yeah I agree to that. Exactly. And if he's the best, you need to start him, Barry. Congratulations he's gonna, he's, on your new conquest. He's going to have to come off the bench. He's going to have to come off the bench. So. Well, Barry. Yeah. Uh, if, he, if he's going to look like a girl, put a dress on him. Right, Coach? Yeah. Yeah. As long as he don't, well, of course, I... <laughs> I hope he does play like some of the girls that I've seen play. Uh, he needs to. So, anyway, we'll see. What you got, Bryce? Well, uh, I've been uh, I've been hearing Dion. What have y'all been hearing? Nothing. I talked to a girl, 3340, the other day. She come by work, and I changed the oil, and she uh, was saying that that was the thing, Dion. Now, wait, 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 who is this girl at the gas station that's telling you Dion that's got you believing it? She works for 3340. Okay. What does she know? Well, that's that's one of your big stations down there, Andy. I I didn't say it was cutting stone. I said that's what she said, Barry. She said what? That Dion. That's who they're going to hire? That's what she said, but hey, uh, it's just it's just a rumor. I ain't trying to start nothing. There you go. But they're gonna make a real run at Kippen. I know that. That's who they want. I'm gonna tell you what they're also making a real run at right now down there at Auburn. NIL money. NIL money. They've got a deal I saw on Twitter this morning. Bruce Pearl and Butch Thompson. Uh, the own I can't remember what's own whatever. It's uh, they are going after the cash down there right now. Wow. While everybody is kind of hot, they love hoops, they love baseball, excited about uh, the, maybe the change in football, they are going after the cash to get these kids in. And you're going to get all you can, ain't you? They'll give me some, I'll take some. <laughs> I don't blame you, I would too. Yeah. Uh, Coach, you doing okay this morning? Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm okay. Got me a new dog, all right. I'm good. Well, when you... Uh... Oh, yeah, I heard about your new dog. Congratulations, Coach. Thank you. You said you yeah. went up Muscle Shows. What would you go up my shows? No, I thought up my neck of the woods. I went up Tuscumbe and got it. Oh, that's up my neck of the woods right there. Oh, I, I don't know the side of Tuscumbe. I, I was real close. I was, it, they're just right down from the Country Hall of Fame building. 
Oh, yeah. That's about seven miles where I grew up. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, you're sitting my neck of the woods. Uh, you know. Uh, yeah. Like, uh, okay. Well, like, I'm glad you got your new dog, man. Yep, Samantha. You can't call it Sam till you meet it, Bryce. Remember you got, that. You got to well, call, call it Sam, but you got to meet it, and then you can call it Sam. Call yes, it Samantha. Sir, I Samantha. Yes. Then you call it Sam. Well, that, it's already that, got all kind good, of toys, coach. Bryce. So, thank you, Bryce. Okay. Thanks, Bryce. All right. Uh, yeah. So, where did Sam sleep last night? Sam slept in a thing that I bought in 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 uh, a little a little cage on it where she can't get out and she crawled right in there. Right. Okay. Well, it wasn't a cage, just a little place, and she slept in there, and uh, she did excellent. Yeah. Never woke up. Oh, never woke up. All right, uh, back to the Yellowwood Hotline. Get Pat in. Good morning, Pat. Hey, Pat. Good morning. Good morning, Coach. Hey, great job with Sam. I mean, I'm impressed. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, hey, the new dog whisperer of the radio. Yeah, he is a dog. Maybe you should open up a, a doggy pet resort uh, where you can train your dog. Hey, you know, there's big money. Hey, I got a I got a friend girl down in uh, Gulf Shores, and uh, hey, she's got three acres of land on Playas Island, and I mean, absolutely incredible in uh, hey, making money hand over fist. Right, my my dog daughters resort. and her husband have a dog. They live in Atlanta. And they got one of those deals in Buckhead. You go in, there's all turf. They got big screen TVs out there, uh, food trucks out there. They take the dog. These, these people are making a killing out there. These people, you buy oh, member, yeah. memberships hey, to this hey, thing. But, but Buckhead, the girls, hey, the women all wear their sweaters tied around their butt and their sunglasses pulled back <laughs> on top of their head. Hey, but hey, people got plenty of money. But what a quarterback coach, uh, Sanderson, please get your uh, grandson a picture of Johnny Unanus. Oh, uh, headshot, and uh, bring that to him and show him that that's what all of the players that are coached by okay. Sanderson is the way they yeah, cut their hair. I don't have much control over uh, over the wife. <laughs> hey, I understand. I understand. But if they want to play for a Sanderson coach team, they need to all have their hair cut like Johnny Unanis. It would be so cute. If he's playing for me, he needs to make some shots. If he's playing for me, and if he don't make some, that's what I care about. I want to. No, I don't want a shot taker. I, I want a shot maker, Pat. And I hope he does. I hope he doesn't complain to the officials about about getting a foul called on him. Gosh, last night we had a middle school game. If you're listening, now I love referees, and I know they get people get on them. Don't blow the whistle every time these guys touch no. somebody. They no. blew it last night all day. I mean, uh, every they, time they don't they understand. They don't understand basketball. Just warn them, understand. warn them a little bit every time these kids touch yeah. a kid because they, they can't control their they, body. They don't understand. I need to. Yeah. I wanted to speak to a group like that. They they need to understand that. But get your hands off. Don't don't touch him. Get your hands off. Talk to him, but don't blow the whistle and stop the game. Yeah. Anyway, that's yeah. our hey, PSA. Uh, Coach Sanderson. Hey, yeah. I, I'm a pot calling the kettle black because the only hippie that I would have taken at quarterback was Steve Taney Hill at South Carolina. Okay, and uh, they had a he had he had long hair, and I, I might would have taken him with his ponytail. Well, the guy in Clemson but, had long hair. Yeah, you didn't like yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, he was he was okay, but he wasn't Steve Taney Hill. Taney Hill was a winner, but, but, uh, winner. That guy won I mean, the that, national championship, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, well, he just got lucky. He was on a winning team. <laughs> but, uh, hey, look at Eddie. Look at him now in the NFL. What's he going? What's he doing? Now? He ain't got hey. nobody around him. Man, bless his heart. Yeah. All right. Hey, yeah, y'all have a great day. And Thanks. Hey, Thanks for calling. Hey, good. All right, yeah, he's the, dog, the dog whisperer is what you are. So, um, <laughs> anyway. All 
All right, uh, Aiden. Uh, we got Coach Saban. I think he was only up. Coach, is, is it starts getting later and later in the season, his press conferences get shorter and shorter. It was yeah. seven minutes and 35 seconds. Uh, That's all. Yeah, so we can play it in entirety or cut it up. Which would you like to do? You want to hear it all at one time or cut it up in segments? We got it both ways. Do you have a preference? I do. I'm asking you, yeah. Do you want to just hear the whole 735 uh, or do you want to break it up? I think we all just you got the you got the whole cotton picking thing. You break I don't care. Up. I don't care that. You that's don't? A thing. Oh, I don't okay. care. Okay. All right. Well, I'll tell you what. We'll take this break. We get back. If we get a call, we'll take the call. If not, we'll hear from Coach. Uh, not long. Seven minutes thirty five seconds to hear Coach Saban uh, talk about this uh, matchup with the LSU Tigers. You listen to Tide one hundred point nine. It's the home of Alabama sports. This is a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 Sports Update. I'm Kim Rankin with your Tide Sports Update. Five-star class of 2024 quarterback Julian Sayan has committed to the Alabama Crimson Tide. Sayan is the fourth commit for the class of 2024. Former Alabama running back Derrick Henry won AFC Offensive Player of the Week. The Sabans are giving a teacher two tickets to the Iron Bowl courtesy of the Knicks Kids Foundation in honor of Thank Alabama Teachers Month. This has been a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 Sports Update. Run it again! For more info on these stories and more, download the Tide 100.9 app. Tide 100.9 Traffic. From the towns of Nissan Traffic Center, no active wrecks, minor congestion on Lurling northbound at McFarland and 69 at Skyland. Now, if you see other conditions folks need to hear about, give me a call, 205-886-8886. Towns of Nissan is your hometown dealer with an amazing selection of new and used vehicles, and they will give you top dollar for your trade. Go see them today. I'm Captain Ray. Hear ye, hear ye. Thanks for coming to the town square. First, I'd like to tell you about Steve. He's a plumber. I hear he does good work. Also, Tim. Tomorrow, partly to mostly sunny, the high also 81. Then Saturday, cloudy with a good chance of showers, the high at 77. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 50 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Mr. SEC Tournament Wimp Sanderson gives you his excellent analysis every weekday on Inside the Locker Room, right here on Tide 100.9. Practice, whether you maintain your intensity in a game. But everybody's going to lose their intensity every now and then. So really, when you get in situations, you got to, like, pound your chest or whatever you got to do to regain momentum, regain, you know, the mental focus you need to do to sustain, maintain intensity, because that's really the only way that you can sustain performance. So even days like today, it's a little warmer. We've had good practices all week. You know, it's a challenge for guys to maintain their intensity, and it's a choice that everybody has to make. You know, nobody chooses to win. Nobody really chooses to lose. Um, but you do have the freedom to choose what you want to do and how you want to do it. I, and I think that's the most important thing uh, that, that players can do. Uh, and everybody has a choice to do that in whatever they do in their life. So um, that's what we're trying to get our players to do so that we can sustain and maintain intensity throughout the season. Obviously, you know, it's 
rivalry game, playing on the road, good team. So it's going to be really important that we can do that. Charlie? Kind of piggybacking off that intensity, is is there a way to maybe combat like being too tight like you mentioned before the Tennessee game? Is that maybe something you've detected this week, the guys being loose? No, I mean, not at all. I think, um, you know, it's what you attach yourself to. I mean, people attach themselves to winning, but if you attach yourself to winning, you're actually attaching yourself to outcome, right, which can actually create anxiety. You know, I'd like for the players to attach themselves to, you know, what do I have to do to play my best, to prepare the best, to be ready to go and play with confidence and understanding of what I'm supposed to do, how I'm supposed to do it, why I'm supposed to do it that way, and go play fast and do that one play at a time. And then that helps you get the result that you obviously want. So um, attaching yourself to doing the things you need to do to be a productive player is... I think much more effective and even more fun, you know, when you're a competitor and you go out and play that way to try to, you know, when you say dominate your box, you do it one play at a time. So, and that's really why it's important to maintain the focus and intensity that way. Just how effectively do you feel like the offense has been able to use the speed that it has at wide receiver so far this season? Uh, you know, I don't, I don't think it's really fair to assess anything that the offense has done um, because we've been a little bit left-handed uh, ever since, you know, Bryce got hurt in the Arkansas game. Um, you know, he basically hadn't been able to practice for however many weeks, three weeks, and um, played pretty well in two games. But you know, the continuity of what you do and how you build confidence and timing has been a little bit distorted by, you know, how, now the good news is, is I think it was really beneficial to the two backup quarterbacks. I think they've got a ton of reps and I think that's helped them, but it's not really fair to sort of, to see how we've sort of developed offensively because probably the most important guy on the team any team is the quarterback um, and most importantly on our team because of the quality of player Bryce is so we've been a little bit out of sorts so um, I I really challenge the players to um, be able to do things better whether it's run the ball, run routes better, uh, make more explosive plays, whatever that might be but I think it's a little bit unfair to judge anything that's happened in the last couple of weeks. Over here with Chase. Right. LSU's offense has been really hot lately. They scored 45 on Florida, 45 on Ole Miss. Can you put your finger on a couple of things that have helped them reach a different level? Oh, they're, they got good players, really good players. The quarterback's playing really, really well. They've got great balance. They've got, you know, three really good running backs uh, that all share the load. Uh, they've really got talented, skilled guys outside, and they're very efficient and effective in the way they're executing the offense and the things that they do, and they present challenges. And I think they've got some young players playing on offense that have, you know, gotten better and better and better. Two freshman tackles, tight end, you know, Jason Taylor's son. Um, those guys are playing better and better all the time, too, and making plays and are being very productive. So, um, this is a really, really good team all the way around, and now they're starting new system offensively, uh, lots of new players, 
Uh, they're starting to, you know, get confidence and believe in uh, exactly what they're supposed to do and how they're supposed to do it, and they're playing really effectively. You kind of already answered it, but when you talked on Monday about how we don't really know what to expect after a bye week, after seeing the team practice a couple times, do you feel like the response after the bye week is what you were looking for? Yeah, it's been very good. The response with the players has been very good. We practice well, you know, all three days this week. Um, so we'll see how we play, but we've we seem to be preparing the right way. Uh, J.C. Latham, you, you talk about the offensive line, how strong you know they've the, they've used the bye week to get better. But specifically for him throughout the season and recently, how have you seen him get better and develop as a tackle? Who is that? Uh, J.C. Latham. Um, you know, J.C.'s um, done a good job for us. You know, I think consistency and performance for all of us is, you know, what we're sort of striving to improve on. And uh, I think if you had asked any player on the team, that's probably – you know, the thing that we all need to do, and I think uh, that's true in the offensive line, and I think, you know, that's true for J.C., but um, we're really pleased with the way he's sort of developed and played for us, sort of developed and played for us this year. What have you seen from Ja'Cory Brooks that's allowed him to have this kind of more consistent uh, uptick in per- performance? Well, you know, the guy's a real competitor. Um, I mean, he plays great for us on special teams, I don't care what you ask him to do, what role he plays on whatever team. He does it fast. He does it hard. He prepares well. And um, I think, you know, that's he's attaching himself to the right things. And I think that's sort of showing in his production and his performance and the consistency that he's played with. Thank you, guys. Was uh, there was Coach Saban breaking it down? Yes, I thought that was a uh, first. First part was a coach speak thing. I'm very happy that he said what he said the second half. People don't understand that uh, sometimes when you don't practice, you feel as skilled as your quarterback is. That uh, it has a tremendous effect on you, and to be able to, for the public to understand that you're number one player without saying you're number one, uh, these guy built your, you know, is is. Is, is unfair. The, you know, the question could have been asked: Do you feel like that you have another running back besides the running back from Tech, Gibbs, whatever his name is? And uh, that would have been a good question. Uh, that was not asked, but uh, that would be a question I would have asked. But uh, I think uh, you know, he coach spoke the, the first part. Second part, he told these people who are always critical of everything everybody does because they're never there to, you know, to understand it. That get kids who get injured. It takes time for them to get better, and the combination of the passing game to the wideouts is there when the both of them are good, and when one of them is not as good as it has been. Uh, and, and I'm guilty of that sometimes. I'm always complaining about the wideouts, but uh, and we and what we do, Barry, is that we compare them to the quick quickness we had or Alabama had last year's. I mean, the guys who Ohio State and. Kid, all those kids that were so fast and ran routes well and had great hands, we compare them. You know, crap, everybody ain't the same every year. It, uh, the next year, your team, it, it was some positions, it's not as good as it was the last year. Okay. Um, and, I keep, and I'm not making fun of this, so, it, so hear that first. But I keep hearing with this team, maybe it's the new age that we're living in now, 
the word anxiety. And, um, you know, I, I don't know that some of his teams in the past, maybe some of these guys with these uh, dog mentality mindsets, the anxiety, is that factoring in? Is that why maybe this team hasn't played as well on the road, makes so many mistakes on the road? You keep hearing the word anxiety well, with this team. I don't ever remember hearing that word with any of his other teams. Well, they've had two great players, one on each side of the ball. But I don't think, and I think that they're 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 good teammates. Uh, they're really good teammates. But you brought this point out yesterday. But they're not they're not people who. Uh, so you didn't catch it. That's okay. Uh, so you didn't miss that tackle. It, 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 they're not guys that get on and fuss at teammates or say, you know. But they just don't. They they do a great job, and they're and they and in some degree they're really good leaders. And in some degree, they're, they they don't lead uh, with toughness, and and I think that's what we know. When we think about Alabama to start the season, we think about a great defensive player and a great offensive player. And then we start, when then we talk about the rest of it. We don't know how good Gibbs going to be. He's good. We got to have they got to find somebody to go with him. You know, all we want to do is criticize uh, the coach, and they score forty two points against Tennessee. So. Um, you know, it's ridiculous. Yeah, you know, he, uh, Bryce Young was absolutely phenomenal against Tennessee, which is even more amazing that he played after sitting out a week, did not practice. Now, he did not have his best game against Mississippi State, but I would think he, uh, probably this bye week was perfect for him. I think that that's going to help him. I think having LSU sure. at the back end of this bye week helps you mentally in practice yeah. as well. If you were playing, Vanderbilt, you may not have these guys' attention. So I think these, uh, the week last week and then this week, uh, all combined, I would think this team will be absolutely laser focused with everything well, going on. You give Nick Saban two weeks and all those analysts and staff and all that, I think these guys will be ready to go on Saturday night. Well, it comes down basically, uh, to, to avoid injuries with your best players, with all your players during that game. And it comes down to turnover. The turnover factor is a huge, huge factor. It's something that people that try to analyze the game who don't really understand the game don't don't talk about much. But you know, you 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 turn the the ball over on the fifteen yard line going in to score a touchdown, don't get that touchdown. That's huge. Uh, things like that and turnovers are affect the game that you play. And, and sometimes the best team does not win that night because they had more turnovers than the other team. The other team was good. But they got by. The other team got by because uh, they didn't turn it over and they scored. All right. Uh, the other matchup uh, for the weekend that I want to get your take on, we haven't talked about that much. I think if they win this game, they may be clear sailing. It's on NBC and Peacock. I don't know why this game's on Peacock. But Clemson is going to Notre Dame uh, on the road, 630 at night. Is this the time Clemson takes the L? Uh, and it's a three, they're a three-and-a-half-point favorite in this game. Well, it's going to be a hard game. And, uh, yes, you're number four, which makes Notre Dame ready to play. Clemson has played well. They're well coached. He keeps them playing all the time. Uh, they've been um, – the schedule's been decent for them. They're uh, – in my estimation, they are good. I'm not sure how good. Uh, that that's my that's my only. I, I think they're good. How good? I, I can't answer that. Quarterback is up and down a little bit. Uh, 
They make the right substitutes when, when things don't go well. They've got excellent players. Their team is always happy to play. Uh, going to Notre Dame, I, I got the opportunity to go up there with when Bill Curry was coach. He took me along, and I enjoyed that. And never, never will forget it. And it's a tough place to play. So Notre Dame is, you know, Notre Dame, who I actually thought Barry would beat, uh, would uh, would lose to Syracuse, uh, is playing better. And uh, he's 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 gotten them to playing not Notre Dame football yet, but he's going to keep his job and he's going to be okay. It's going to be as you indicated, a, a kind of a booger bear game, and, and it could be a game where if you drop that game, and it's just like Alabama, everything's on the line for them. You drop that game, you're out. Uh, so we'll see what happens. The other thing too is that uh, the question comes up. Um, and I, I did it yesterday. Just did it. Just shoot the bull. Who who do you rather play, Tennessee or Georgia? Uh, you know, I mentioned two months ago they could play Tennessee twice, and everybody laughed. But uh, and you said you felt like and uh, that that Georgia would be the best team for Alabama to play, and I would probably agree with you um, because of of what. Uh, <clears throat> What Tennessee does with their with their offense, uh, so it's uh, that game is going to be so so interesting to to see if if offense can beat defense. The other game that might call some stir, and nobody would think this, but if guys Liberty goes and beats Arkansas, I think yeah. that'll keep that Hugh Freeze name really swirling for Auburn if he were to go if. Yeah. Sankey will let it happen. If he were to go pull the upset at Arkansas, I think his name would get out there with Auburn a ton. Uh, they're 13 and a half point favorite, I think. Well, they're not favorite. They're underdog. Yeah, Arkansas's favorite, yes. Yeah, Arkansas's 13 and a half point favorite. And I think, you know, I think it has some bearing on it. I don't know. Uh, it, from what I can gather behind the scenes, John Cohen is – is going to make uh, this decision along with the the president, um, but the, the, he'll run it by before he does anything. The, the right people, but this is um, this is going to be a humongous decision because I don't know. In my opinion, uh, you have to be you have to be darn sure in the interviews that if it is if it is Lane Kiffin. That he's not going to run off on you in two in two years and have to rebuild your program again. Now they can say all they want to, but that that ain't that's that's the important thing. They don't need another rebuild again in two years. And he started off in the pros. He was at Southern Cal. He was at Tennessee. He was at Florida Atlantic. He was at Ole Miss. He was at Alabama. You know, you have it's got to be sure, uh, and he has to state that in front of three or four people that are visiting with him has decide what to do. If, if that's, if he's a guy that they, if he's willing to, and that they'll have to go with him from 7 million to 10. That's what they would have to do. They can't, they can't pay him 7 million. They got, they, if they want him that bad, he's number one and he knows it. You know, they got to they going to have to go to double figure, double figure money with him. I think the worst <laughs> thing for Lane Kiffin, and I think that was, what happened here. I think he got here. He was appreciative of the job. He would do anything. He knew that coach pulled him out of a grease fire. He got some success. 
And then he got to the point where he thought, oh, you got to have me now. I, I, my offense is great. I'm, I've taken Blake Sims and turned him in. I've taken Jake Coker. I think he had Coker. Uh, and so then he got full of himself, like, okay, I've made it now. I've helped. And so he started doing, going back to Lane Kiffin. Whenever he gets comfortable, he goes back to Lane Kiffin. And, and when they're begging him to come, he knows right now he's got the upper hand on you, Ole Miss and you, Auburn. And I don't like that. For him. You know, one thing that happens to you with people, uh, it happens with everybody, especially in coaching, from a distance, you decide whether you like that guy or not. Um, you, you, I know if you're going against him, you naturally don't like him particularly, but just fans, you have decided whether you like this guy or not. Well, your vote would be that you like this guy because he's very good offensively. He says funny things. You don't know what he's going to say. The media loves that. They got plenty to write about. And so you're, that's the way with life. You can see a next door neighbor and you don't really know who he is and you're not sure whether you like him or not. But then when you, when you get over and get to knowing him, you know, you have dinner with him. So you, you like him. And that's what's happened here. Uh, and Lane Kiffin, from what I can gather, and I can gather plenty, uh, is uh, somewhat different uh, than, not bad particularly, but somewhat different than you might think he is from a distance. And people are. You know, you decide, you know, if you don't, you know, whatever, whatever, you don't like this guy, look at the way he coaches or the way he looks. I, I got all that look stuff where I never smile, all that crap, or anybody. It's just... We just do. We judge people from a distance, but we don't know them when we get to know them. <laughs> no doubt. Get to know them. All right, we'll take this break. I'll up the phone lines, 205-342-9904. Looking forward to visiting with Coach Oates. I haven't talked to Coach in a while. We'll talk to Coach Oates at um, 815. Also, we got uh, Coach Johnny Ford out at Brookwood will join us as well at 8 o'clock. Love to have a phone call or two, 205-342-9904. You're looking to purchase that home uh, the home of your dreams, then it's the, you're a first-time home buyer, then Alabama One is where you need to go get that loan. They have the new Fannie Mae Home Ready First-Time Home Buyer Mortgage, a program designed to help eager buyers get into your first home. Competitive rates, down payments as low as 3%, gift funds allowed. Also, uh, there's more flexible underwriting. So when you buy your first home, Aiden, it's stressful, and you want to be with people you trust, they're going to make you feel comfortable. They're going to find the best solution for you. If you've already bought a home, the guys are great there as well. I've got my mortgage. And if you're a first-time buyer, I hardly recommend them as well. Alabama One, go to www.alabamaone.org for all their different products and services. You listen to Tide 100.9. It's the home of Alabama Sports. Years ago, Jimmy Rain decided that the best way to advertise Great Southernwood was through coaches. Gene Stallings, Pat Dye. Steve Spurrier, myself, and many more coaches took to the radio and TV airwaves to tell people that if you're building outdoors, the only way to build is with pressure-treated pine, yellow wood. It is the very, very best. Why? Because all the coaches said yellow wood, pressure-treated pine, protects against bug, termite, and weather. Decking, fencing, play sets, whatever you're wanting to build, just go to the Internet, look at yellow wood, and you will find these coaches advertised a great product. If it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, believe you me, you don't want it. It's yellow wood. Hey, are you sick and tired of living with that constant pain in your knees and back? You know, joint pain doesn't just keep you from doing what you love. It affects your job, your relationships, even simple things like... 
Welcome back to Inside the Locker. Great show still lined up. Uh, NATO today, 15. The Blue Plate Special, eh? I think he's getting his feelings hurt. That we're not bragging on his six and four record. They fire you in six and four. Uh, six and four? I mean, see, I'm going to tell you one thing. You look at those games this week, it is an absolute booger bear to try to pick out a game. You say that every <laughs> week. Oh, I'm telling you, this week is worse than ever. I've been down, I've scurried them things 20 times trying to find I'm somebody. On, I'm going to tell you a game that you can hit. Oh, I've already got it. All right, well, Go South Carolina will cover at Vandy. No, I don't want that game. I'm scared of that game. <laughs> That's going to cover. South Carolina ain't playing. Yeah, but they didn't play last week. They'll, they'll have their attention uh, going over. They always go What, to what about Vanderbilt? They, 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 Vanderbilt can score. They're 0-4. Uh, I don't no. know. You think Vanderbilt's good? No. The line set. Uh, then the other line, uh, if you were betting on this game, Auburn-Mississippi State, 13? Yeah. yeah. I, I, I agree. I take State. Yeah. Cadillac and them just getting their staff together. I mean, yeah. they ran all those Boise guys out of there. They was their kind of their playbook. I mean, they 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 won't have, they will they their uh, their coaching staff can go over in a Volkswagen. I saw on Twitter this morning, and this was a legitimate Twitter that John Cohen would not be at the game. He said he'll probably be at his house uh-huh. in Stark Vegas, so yeah. he would not be at the game. So maybe I'll call John. John Cohen. Uh, from what I can gather, is a well thought out person. They they tell me, and we've already said this, I think, Barry. He would turn a two hour baseball game into four uh, by going out and looking, talking to the pitchers, talking to this guy. Now, I'm not criticizing. I'm just saying he's he's a well thought out, thinking what I'm going to do kind of guy. But they would say he would. If he coached a baseball in a baseball game, he would he he turned that booger bear that was, you know, nine, nine innings. It'd be a long nine innings because he'd be out there all the time. Well, I always hate yeah, yeah, the Hewitt Trussell guy who coaches baseball there. He really, and he he's very methodical like that too. You get on a little run, you get, he goes out. Talk, he, he slows the game down in baseball. Yeah, yeah, right. It's a it's an art to it. When a team gets momentum. He slows it down. He'll go out there and talk to pitcher. Guy throw it at first base like five times, and he kind of, he kind of gets you frustrated. And then finally, guy comes to play, and he kills uh, your momentum. Uh, yep. Last night, yep. uh, you know, talk about your Astros. They got this thing tied up. No hitter last yep. night. Yeah. Uh, what's your thoughts there now? Two two. Well, my thoughts when you go and hug a guy in the dugout after six and a half innings and he's no hit. Um. I don't know. He, I, I, that was a plan to take him out. He 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 hugged him, and I'm thinking well, he's hugging him, but is he not going to finish the game? And he didn't. And the other guy came in, no hitter. And another guy came in. They they just didn't worry about no hitter. But you think about all the thousands of years, hundreds of years, whatever that baseball has been played, and you take three pitchers that were out there and they no hit the Phillies. Is, and it's the first time in the history of baseball that that uh, you've had a combination pitchers, no hit a team, especially in the World Series. Um, uh, you know, when Arson pitched a, a perfect game in a, for the Yankees years ago. So. Tonight should be a great game. Verlander uh, will be on the mound for. Uh, He's not been very good. 
No, and I think he. Uh, you got a good looking wife. He ain't very good. And usually when they're not very good like that, they stay not very good. Like you, they yeah. got for the Dodgers, Kershaw. You kept thinking, yeah. man, he's going to throw good in the playoffs this year. Bust. Verlander had very good. He's he's a he's a, a different cat. He's got he's got that tough beard. He's got he needs he, he could shave it at eight. And he'd be, need he need to shave at twelve. He's kind of a tough looking guy, and he's been very successful at times. But he has not been good in these series. All right, uh, we'll take this break. Uh, we'll have our little Brookwood uh, segment when we get back. I also want to thank. Jimmy Rain in Great Southern, what everybody calls him the yellow man. He's a good man, too. Uh, people that don't know him, he uh, is a really giving guy, does a ton for kids, raising money uh, for kids to go to college all over the country. Uh, so Jimmy Rain uh, is a great representative of the state of Alabama and also has a great company, Yellowwood. If you're going to build it, you want to build it to last, and you want to do it with pressure-treated pine from Great Southern. Always remember, if it doesn't have the yellow tag on it, then you don't want it. You listen to Tide 1.9. It's the home of Alabama sports. For more than 60 years, B-Dry owners have trusted B-Dry for waterproofing and foundation repair service. These are outstanding people. We've had them on our show for a long, long time. They're backed by the strongest lifetime warranty in the industry. You can call them at 946-3390. But if you want a dry basement, the B-Dry experts will design solutions that will solve your basement problem. They have these patented basement waterproofing and foundation repair products as well. And those products will go into effect to certainly keep that water from coming back in to your basement after they've dried it up. You have a 12-month interest of free financing, which is a good deal for you. I think that the customers who have been with B-Dry all these years, 60 years, are very satisfied with what B-Dry does for them. There's nothing more important in your home than a dry basement. With B-Dry, you have a lifetime warranty, a dry basement for life. Your floors one and two are not affected. Your basement is in good shape, so I would suggest that you give B Dry a call. Sixty years of service they put to everybody in this area. Two zero five nine four six three three nine zero. It's the Tuscaloosa Community Calendar, powered by Pepsi. The Wise Men Club will continue its 60-plus year Christmas tree sale tradition, starting Wednesday, one hundred point nine, and streaming on the Tide one hundred point nine app. Inside the locker room with former Crimson Tide basketball coach Wimp Sanderson and his son, former SEC and ACC assistant basketball coach Barry Sanderson. It's time to take you inside the locker room. Presented by Dr. Pepper on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome back to the second hour of Inside the Locker Room. Andrew Knipper, he's my Allstate agent. Let Andrew become yours out at 4705 McFarland Boulevard, Suite 3 over in Northport. You're looking for home, life, auto. A lot of people have it on automatic draft. and not really sure what they got. I had it like that, and then I still have it still with Andrew, but I uh, had him re-quote everything, look at everything. He's got me all fixed up now. He's doing a great job. Uh, for me, let him do the same for you. Give him a call today for the free estimate, 205-722-9201. Or you can go to the Andrew Conifer Allstate 
Facebook page. All right, uh, we're very excited this morning. We're going to talk a lot of hoops this hour. We're going to talk some high school hoops. And at 8.15, we'll have Coach Nate Oates on right now. But uh, we've got the Brookwood segment here. Joe Barger and the city of Brookwood uh, make sure this happened this morning. Uh, we got Coach Johnny Ford coaching the Brookwood girls. Uh, I think, good morning, uh, Coach. How are you doing this morning? Morning. Good morning. How are you? Uh, we're doing good. Uh, basketball season's right around the corner. Uh, tell us a little bit about your team and when everything gets started, Coach Ford. Yes, sir. Um, first of all, I'd like to thank um, Mayor Barger and the city of Brookwood, um, yeah. Dr. Johnson, our school superintendent, and uh, Ms. Hubbard, our school principal, and other administrators at the school for giving me the opportunity to be the head coach at Brookwood. Yes, our first game is um, next Tuesday against um, Paul Bryant High School. I play in-school game at one thirty. Nice. Um, um, next Tuesday at our school, so that's we're looking forward to that. Um, it's a good rivalry. They always very competitive, very athletic. So we're looking forward to um, getting a quick measuring stick of how far we've come and how far we got to go. Yeah, tell us a little bit about your team. I know you guys are playing in a new area uh, this year. You still see a lot of the same teams you've seen, but a different area and a new team for you this year. Tell us a little bit about your squad. Yes, sir. Um, I'll have two seniors on the team this year. Um, I'll be sophomore heavy. I have um, three um, juniors. I only have one returning starter from, from last year, um, Jabria Smith, and my other senior be um, Faith Smith. Um, Madison Jones will also um, be helping lead the team this year, along with Kalia, Bailey Powell, and um, a host of other um, players on the team. So, like I said, we're just looking um, to try something um, a little bit more up-tempo this year um, to match the speed of the, the game with the other teams that we play. We moved, like I said, we moved to a new area uh, with Nakadori, Hueytown, and Bessemer City. So we thought we was going to break from the other tough area that we was in with Hillcrest, <laughs> yeah. Northridge, <laughs> and Brian. But it got seemed like it got a little tougher because those that area is the one that put our area out last year out of the playoffs. So you can you can figure that one out. <laughs> yeah, the everyone guys, y'all look. What are y'all thinking when y'all do all this? I, <laughs> I look at the area that I'm in, and uh, I'm saying, I'm not going to win an area game. Like, well, what are we doing here? But uh, <laughs> you know, you just got to keep working. Uh, tell us a little bit about how practice is going. Uh, how long have you guys been going? Getting ready for this game next week. Uh, well, we actually started, you know, um, two weeks after school starts. You know, you had a two week dead period. Nice. And, you know, with the, the new with the new week, uh, um, the new um, requirement that Alabama High School Athletic Association they allow you to practice, you know, two hours um, per week. So we've been doing that ever since after the um, dead period was over. So practice has been going real well. You know, the kids are real excited, and uh, one of the things that I did once I became the coach at Brookwood was incorporating a lot of. Um, team building um, things into our program to help the kids, you know, because I told them if you can't get along with each other and know about your teammates, it's going to be hard to come together as a team to go against somebody else. So some of the team building stuff we do, we go bowling over the summer. Nice. Yeah. We got our team team movie night this coming Friday night. We always go to the movies together as a team the Friday before our first game. So they look forward to that. So that's some of the things they have. But practice overall has been going real well. I've challenged them, you know, challenged the – the captains to be more vocal and lead more by example on and off the court. Yeah, we're talking with Coach Johnny Ford, uh, the girls coach out at Brooklyn. I think which is one thing you said there was really good. I, I do that with, and I know Dad did when he was at Alabama, taking 
his team to do other things other than basketball, you know, have them out to the house to eat. Uh, we, we take our guys bowling, uh, just like you said, put them in teams, put them in a different environment. And it's amazing how close these girls or guys come, uh, not just playing basketball, but doing other things, spending other time with one another. Just talk about what that means to your team. Yes, it means a whole lot because I can remember when I um, – this is my sixth year at Brookwood when I took over. I've been a head coach for four years. I remember the first year that I took over, you know, half of the team was sitting on one side of the gym and the other half was sitting on the other side of the gym. I'm like, no, you can't You can't do this. You know, you have to sit together as a team because I said other coaches watch everything, your body language before the game, during the game, and stuff like that. So if they see y'all not together as a team, then they already know that they pretty much can do things because you're not playing as a team together. So that was one thing that really, you know, got them together and feeling comfortable, you know, around each other. And like you said, it takes them out of that stressful environment, of, um, especially when you have a bunch of young players and stuff. It te- helped them, you know, get more comfortable and get to know their other teammates and just, you know, see them in a relaxed atmosphere to learn more about their personality and, and things that they um, like to do because a lot of them, you know, don't get the chance to, to go out and, you know, spend a lot of time with their teammates so that's why i try to make sure and i think that's very important and as far as you know the team coming together and learning to play each other once they become closer with each other that translates on the court you know because they're they're closer friends so it's not going to be no selfishness they're going to look out for their teammates and stuff like that uh dad uh coach i don't know well, if you the, the, the big ahead. thing he's got he's got the he's got the right philosophy about it and he yeah. knows what he wants to do i think uh the biggest little problem you're going to have, it is a little problem, but it could, is is when you have a group like that, I had the same thing, um, is playing time. <laughs> because their, their sisters told them that they should be playing more. Starting. They should be <laughs> yeah. starting. Yeah. Starting, starting, you may can get by with that because most of them know who ought to be starting probably. But playing time is the thing. You, if you, have, you kind of have to manipulate it. I don't know, manipulate is not the right word, but do the best you can, but not get over, get upset if it, if it, if it, if it comes that you struggling with that a little bit. Uh, well, uh, everybody, everybody has a little bit higher opinion of their child than maybe what the coach does. Uh, so if any Brookwood parents are listening, let Coach Ford coach the team and you guys support. Uh, and I'm sure you don't have a problem with that. All those Brookwood uh, families are supportive, aren't they, Coach Ford? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I have a lot of great support. <laughs> and, I, and I also wanted to share this with you, too. Um, last year, I had the student in my class, and she always, you know, was hanging with the wrong crowd, always getting in, in trouble and stuff like that. You know, with a lot of coaches, you know, every, at the, end, the start of the season, everybody wants to win the area, everybody wants to win the region, and ultimately the state championship. Sure. But one of the most rewarding things for me as a coach, which I've been on a state championship team, I've coached um, a team in the Final Four as well, but one of the most rewarding things is once you see how you can take the game of um, basketball or any sport and affect the outcome of a student-athlete. So I had one student last year, she was a ninth grader, she was in my ninth grade class. She didn't play sports last year. So she always was hanging around the wrong crowd, and ultimately I, I talked to her, and she ultimately wound up getting put out of school for um, after the, I think the second semester because, you know, she was just, like say, in the wrong place at the wrong time and hanging with the wrong group. So um, when I had trials and I saw she had came back to school, you know, um, for this coming season, I went to her and I said, 
all that energy that you have, why don't you try to use it in a positive way? She said, what do you mean? I said, why don't you try for basketball? She said, well, I never really thought about basketball. So she said, but if you think I'm good enough to play, I'll try out. So she tried out. She made the team. Right. And to show you the positive impact it had, so she went through all summer workouts and stuff. So last year she was struggling with her grades. So the first nine weeks, and I hold, I hold her accountable. I said, now if you're going to be a part of this and you're going to stick with this, you're going to have to do all the things that you're supposed to do in and out of the classroom. So to, to show you, so she took that and, like I said, she started crying the day that I told her that she made the team because she said she's never been a part of anything and nobody's ever really taken the initiative, you know, to – to give her that opportunity. So I said, okay, well, you have the opportunity, but you have to understand when you're given opportunities in life, you got to take it and run with it. That's so right. she's done a great job. So last year at the end of, um, like I said, she went sent, she was sent to the alternative school. She was making C's and D's. So the first nine weeks, she was on A and B on a roll. She hadn't been in any trouble. And so, you know, the, the principals, administration, teachers, everybody's just been great, giving great reviews. So that just shows you, you know, you never know the impact that you're making on a child. So, you know, just because a kid looked like a bad kid, everybody deserves an opportunity. And as coaches and in the position that we are in, you might not remember the formula in algebra, but you will definitely remember your coach or somebody that made a positive um, impact on your life. Coach, that's uh, great stuff there. Uh, you gave me chill bumps. That, that's what it's all about, uh, changing these kids' lives. It's never too late when you get to that fork in the road. Uh, to take the right turn there. And so uh, I appreciate what you're doing there. I know the Brookwood community is excited about the season. Look forward to following you guys uh, throughout the year. And we appreciate you taking time to be on with us this morning. Thanks, Thank you, sir. All right, appreciate it. Y'all have a great day. There's Coach Johnny Forty's right. Uh, you know, a lot of times I'll have uh, some – I think sometimes as coaches we can get to these kids, maybe even a little bit more than teachers sometimes. I have some teachers come to me and say, because they know basketball is important to some of my guys. Hey, he's not – doing what he's supposed to do. Do you mind talking to him? I said, well, I will talk to him, but I've always heard thought that they hear through their legs, Aiden. Uh, so you go in there and run them enough, they'll hear you. So we could take care of that as coaches, and that's part of our job. I right, would take this break, and we'll get Coach Nate Oates in with us. Before we do it, I want to tell you about Royal Cleaners. They're trying to make life easy for you. They'll come to you, pick up the cleaning, get it all cleaned up, deliver it right back. Times are Everybody's busy, especially when you're coaching a, a kindergarten team, a middle school team, and a high school team. Uh, you're busy. So Oreo Cleaners will take great care of you. Also, you can drop it off at University Boulevard, Bridge Avenue, in Northport or Rice Monroe. Give them a call today for all your cleaning needs, 205-391-0034. You listen to Tide 100.9. It's the home of Alabama Sports. Here's what's trending on the Tuscaloosa thread. In the Town Square Media News Center, I'm Scott Michaels. Tuscaloosa City Schools will conduct another listening session this evening at North Ridge High School. Superintendent Mike Daria says the listening tour is about finding ways to improve and making a plan. Um, I think there are some things that I've heard already that we can do in the short term. But I think more importantly, it's about being real clear about where we want to get better and improve and putting actions behind those goals. Are you America's newest billionaire? Last night's Powerball drawing has an estimate a jackpot of $1.2 billion. No one has come forward yet to claim the prize. In the Town Square Media News Center, I'm Scott Michaels. Tide 100.9 Traffic. 
From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, we got a wreck at the intersection of US 43 and Alabama 171. You can expect some minor delays there. Steady traffic around town or no other problems, but if you do see conditions, of course, give me a call, 205-886-8886. If you need a vehicle, you need to go to Townsend Nissan. They're your hometown dealer. Go see them today. I'm Captain Ray. Under the biggest cactus in town, Taco Casa. Quality is, is number one. you got to start with a good quality product, but it's got to be at a good value to the customers. Everything is about quality. You just can't. Four coaches took to the radio and TV airwaves to tell people that if you're building outdoors, the only way to build is with pressure-treated pine, yellow wood. It is the very, very best. Why? Because all the coaches said yellow wood, pressure-treated pine, protects against bug, termite, and weather. Decking. Fencing, play sets, whatever you're wanting to build, just go to the internet, look at Yellowwood, and you will find these coaches advertised a great product. If it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, believe you me, you don't want it. It's Yellowwood. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. A warm November day ahead. The sky's sunny, Tuscaloosa's high 81. For tonight, fair with the low at 58. Tomorrow, partly to mostly sunny, the high also 81. Then Saturday, cloudy with a good chance of showers, the high at 77. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 51 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Inside the Locker Room with Wimp and Barry on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Turn the quiet up. Turn the noise down. Let this old world Welcome back to Inside the Locker Room. We get right up to the Alabama One Hotline. We appreciate uh, him taking time. I know a lot of times they practice in the morning. We may have pulled him out of practice to take time to be on with Dad and I. Coach Nate Oates. Uh, Coach, uh, Dad's in a great mood. He's got a new puppy. Do you have any puppy training advice for Dad, uh, Coach? Are you a dog guy? Uh, listen, no, I... I've We've had dogs throughout my entire uh, adult life, but uh, we currently have three, and they're all outside dogs. Three? Uh, we, three? It was a, it's a long story. <laughs> like, my wife found two strays, and nobody wanted to claim them, and we gave them to the dog pound. They were going to put them down, so we we have three dogs now. So we, the one that used to be an inside dog got turned into an outside dog, so I said there's no way we were having three inside dogs. So. <laughs> There you go, Dad. They're all they're, they're all outside dogs. There you but, go, Dad. You know what? Make 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 an outside dog. You don't have to clean up messes in the house. Yeah. Uh, well, the dog's name's Sam. Uh, well, it's Samantha, but you have to get to know it, and then he you can call it Sam. All right, uh, Coach. Let's go back to the summer. Uh, you guys took a foreign tour there. I know it was, a lot of times you go over there. The competition is not great. Uh, I'm not sure how it was for you guys, but the I think the bonding part of, it, especially with a new team to get to know each other on and off the court, spending time together. Just talk about what that meant for you guys this summer. No, it was really good. I mean, you go to, you know, we were in two foreign countries that we didn't speak the language. So you kind of got to come together to get along. You know, and you've got a group of people. It, it was cool. You know, I had my two youngest daughters went. Uh, it was rush week, so my oldest one, who's a freshman here, couldn't go. But, I, you know, we... We had the uh, we had rented like a little moped 
for Uh-oh. the day. I take my daughters around, but when we're going around, we're saying, you know, you, you had the, the like the bird app where you could rent the scooters. Yeah, like the, the players had those apps. They were riding the scooters around. It, I mean, it was cool. They were they had a lot of fun. The competition was just okay. The last game was the Chinese national team, so that was good. So the competition was okay, but the, the experience was great. The uh, <laughs> excuse me, the experience was great. And just the kind of the whole time where the guys got to know each other. I mean, it's hard to replicate that stuff, you know, when they go back to their dorm every night. When you're staying in a hotel in a foreign country, it's a lot different. Right. Yep. Well, I think you, I think um, certainly you scheduled well. I looked at your schedule. You've got four teams that you you know that are that are teams that are beatable. And of course, you you always say that when you're not coaching that team, I guess. But uh, I think you do a really good job in your scheduling because after that you play teams that uh, that are hard to beat, and uh, those teams help you get in the NCAA tournament. Uh, sometimes you you win all of them. Sometimes you lose you know part of them. But uh, I think your scheduling is each year is has really been good. Um, about your team, I indi- indicated from just listening to what you say that uh, you, you know you. You shoot it a little bit better from the outside because you run so you run so well with it, and you you shot the ball so well. And I think it's fun for the certainly for the fans to to certainly more though when I, when I coach, it's, it's fun to watch your team play. Um, how have you shot it? Uh, won't that improve? And along with that, uh, I know when you get new kids like that, defense is not on their mind. It takes a while to get them to play the way you want them to defensively. Yeah, no, you're right on on all of it. We we need to shoot it better from last year. I we've recruited shooters. We've shot it better in practice for the most part. Now we've had a scrimmage and an exhibition where we didn't shoot it particularly well, which you know uh, I still think we're going to shoot it a lot better this year. I think yeah. Once we get everybody healthy, you know, part of that is. We we don't have Quinterly, and you know once we get him back, he can really break a defense down, and get in the paint, sure can. Make, make some better shot, you know, get better shots when the defense collapses. But you know, Sears, the kid from Muscle Shoals, a transfer from Ohio, he he can really shoot it, and he's been pretty good breaking the defense down. I think you know once he gets a few games under his belt with us, Jaden Bradley's getting a little more comfortable as a freshman. I think you need some of those guys to be able to break the defense down to get. Your shooters better shots, you know, because I really think Namari, Burnett, Dom Welch can really shoot it. Brandon Miller can shoot it. You can also command some double teams and help get your shooters shots too. But I, I think we'll shoot it better as far as the defensive side goes. You're a hundred percent right. I mean, some of the freshmen have never been coached defensively, hardly at all, and you know they're going to take a little time to learn it figure out how hard they really have to go. But when you've got 12 guys that can all play and they're not going to play if they don't play any defense, it's a little easier to uh, get them to play some yeah. defense. I, I felt like last year our lack of depth, particularly on the perimeter, really hurt that. You know, if the guy wasn't playing particularly well, we didn't have many options. So I feel like this year we've got options everywhere. You know, we've got guys you can slide up and down. Brandon Miller can kind of play one through four. You know, we've got good interior depth. We've got multiple guys that can play all, you know, all the perimeter spots. So just 
and we've made it real clear like if you're not going to give us an effort on defense like they're just you're just not going to play so yeah i mean you know like that's that to me is the easiest way to get guys to play hard just don't play them when they don't play hard yeah. Uh, we're talking with Coach uh, Nate. Uh, Coach, I came over to y'all scrimmage uh, in the summer, and everybody's ranting and raving about Brandon Miller, and he is a, a terrific cl- player. But when I, ca- I called Dad, I said, Dad, you're going to really like this Noah Clowney kid they went and got in South Carolina. He's long. He can play all over the court. He can shoot it. Maybe he's not getting talked about enough. Right now he will be, uh, I think, when the season gets started. Talk a little bit about Noah Clowney, maybe a guy the, that the listeners don't know about. Yeah, he's you know six ten, really athletic, like like twitchy athletic, you know, like quick reaction athleticism. Like you hate to compare anybody to Herb Jones, and he's not Herb Jones because Herb kind of played the one on offense, and Noah's more of a four. But you know his reaction times, like off the ground, quick, can move laterally, quick, can cover a teammate's mistake. He may get beat himself and still recover and block a shot. He's got all that, but he can also shoot. I mean, he can step out, make a three, you know, take somebody off the dribble. You know, and he's, he's not, he doesn't weigh 250 pounds or anything. You know, he's not huge like, like that, but he's wiry strong. He's not, you know, he's a little thin, but he's not too thin to where he's going to get, just completely bullied by everybody. You know, he's got to keep getting stronger and all that. But his skill level, his athleticism, and, and then just his, you know, some guys have all that athleticism, and then it, you know, it doesn't translate to anything in basketball because they can't, they're never where they're supposed to be and they can't react to anything. And they're, you know, they've got a 40 inch vertical, but when they need to use it, it, it seems like it's never available. He's one of those guys that, that's always. You know, kind of where he's supposed to be, and can react to stuff, and, and, he, and he's got good IQ. So, I, he's going to surprise some people. He's going to play really well for us. Yeah, that. Um, we talk about the players getting along and you getting along. I, I, they all laugh at at me and say that if I had been coaching with a transfer rule, I wouldn't have anybody left in a week. Uh, <laughs> everybody, everybody been gone. Um, but that, and that probably was some degree true. I, you know, but I think. Uh, I think it, it is it is a difficult thing for coaches. I think to transfer a rule, certainly you want to keep what you got, and it's uh, your staff is very good. You, they recruit well, and you do a great job with you know coaching them. Um, but getting along with your kids and your kids getting along with each other because and I, and this is not maybe not true with you. You can almost have too many players, <laughs> and, and it, it, it makes it difficult, doesn't it? A little bit diff- <laughs> more difficult than when I coached. No, it does. I mean, you want to keep your guys happy, but if you've got 12 guys that you feel like you can't play 12 in a rotation, so barring any injuries, somebody's not going to be happy if you guys aren't. So, And then the transfer portal's hard. I mean, you don't want to lose your guys, but sometimes it's better for both parties that somebody does leave. You know, if they're just not going to be able to play that many minutes and you're not going to stay happy. Sure, sure just easier to go find some place where you can be a little happier so yeah. <laughs> i think it's definitely different the nil the nil's changed stuff even more than the portal i think but it's i mean the whole thing's changed in the last couple of years so it's i mean it's different from when you coach but it's even different from when i was coaching here my first year so it just yeah. everything's changed a lot here in the last couple of years well uh, I, I, yeah i think the schedule excuse me Barry. Uh, the schedule, if you have, I think, I think uh, 
I've tried to study it because I'm going to come to your games and try to do this radio show. The three A's are good, Auburn, Alabama, and Arkansas. Uh, they're certainly darn good in Tennessee and Kentucky. Are good, but um, you know the rest of them are decent. You know, really decent teams as, as well. But uh, I, I, I see where you've taken on Arkansas and Vanderbilt as your two as your two teams outside of the three that you play each year. Um, so the league is is uh, really really good at the top. And of course, you play we you know the eighteen games you play those teams at the top twice, most of them. So well, Kentucky you don't, but you do Arkansas this time twice. So you've got a really good not really good conference schedule yeah we do and you know what the, the it would be nice to know your full conference schedule before you did your non-conference but it doesn't work that way like, <laughs> yeah they don't, re- they don't release who you play twice yeah. the, the conference schedule doesn't come out till after pretty much your non-conference schedule is finalized so you know we, we we've got a tough non-conference schedule like we did last year but i think shoot, if we didn't play Houston and Gonzaga, you wouldn't have been able to beat them if we didn't beat them. Our seed one, you know, we wouldn't, you know, I, I'd like to not be on the bubble on Selection Sunday. I'd like to be firmly entrenched in the tournament, just, sure. you know, figuring out what seed we get. And we that's where we were last year. And we ended up with a halfway decent seed as a sixth seed. But, you know, you've got to play those teams in order to beat them. You know, you're not guaranteed to beat them when you put them on the schedule. But like you said, when your conference schedule is as tough as ours is this year, you know, you could adjust a little non-conference-wise, but that that just doesn't work that way. So, you know, we've got Gonzaga back here in Birmingham we're excited about. we got to go to Houston. We've got Memphis at home. Obviously, the PK-85 thing out in Portland really could get us three real high-quality top 25-like teams. So and we've got got a lot of good non Shoot. And even some of our bye games are, but you know, Longwood's picked to win their league, and Liberty's towards the top of their league. They're, they're, you know, those are both good teams. We have to go to South Alabama as part of that two for one. So we've got a road trip, you know, right out of the gate in the second week of uh, the season. So we, we've got we got a tough schedule in front of us. Yeah, you guys put a lot of thought in that. Maybe people don't understand Longwood Liberty, but these guys are going to be at the top of their league, which. Uh, those will be quality wins. Sometimes you play the teams that are going to be. So you guys put a lot of thought into that, don't you, Coach, about you know, let's play the top teams in these these other leagues, not maybe the Power Five leagues, because uh, we want it to help us. First of all, we want to have a, a competitive game that will help us get better, but also it, there won't be any of those 300 RPI teams on the schedule that can hurt you when it comes to NCAA time. Yeah, and I, I mean, last year at one point, we were the only, I think we were the only school in the in the country that hadn't played a quad four game. And then, you know, nothing to do with us, but I think Oakland dropped a few. They kind of went on a skid late and dropped into quad four, but when we had played them, it was a quad three. So, you know, we, we, I think you can tell what the NCAA selection committee thought of our schedule because it gave us a six seed, which was a little bit higher than, you know, where we would have been ranked and like Ken Palm or some of the, um, those type things. So they, I, they respect the fact that we scheduled tough, you know, I think we only ended up with one quad four game. So, you know, those quad four losses kill you. Well, if you don't play any quad fours, you can't get a quad four loss. Yeah. So, you know, some schools in our league lost some bye games to some bad quad four teams, and it just doesn't go well when you're trying to make the tournament. Shooting, to be honest with you, you look at a school like Texas A&M who went on a really good run and goes to the SEC tournament championship after they had won a decent amount late, but 
their non-conference schedule was so terrible they they didn't get in the tournament. Yeah. So you can't. You've got to schedule. Things are different, I think, than when you guys were scheduling. You know, the, yeah. with the committee's kind of said this is what we're looking for. So you can't just schedule guaranteed wins, like you know, had a lot of people were able to do in the past. I think now the big thing is getting into the tournament, getting as high a seat as you can, and so that's what we try to do with our schedule. Uh, Coach uh, Javon Quinterly, obviously a uh, great player. He's been picked uh, first team All SEC, I believe I've seen. Uh, where is he health wise? And then how do you bring a guy like that back if you get the season started and then he doesn't come back till December? Guys are getting certain roles. You kind of know what he can do. That's got to be kind of thought out. How you insert him back into the lineup whenever he does come? Yeah, I don't think. I mean, you're not going to bring him back and start him the first game. You know, when he comes back, he's going to be on a minutes restriction out of the gate anyways. So, you know, when guys are on minutes restriction, sometimes it's helpful to bring him off the bench, and then you can kind of manage where you need him in their minutes a little more. So when when he does get cleared to come back, we'll, you know, he'll be on a minutes restriction. We'll bring him off the bench. You know, we'll, And again, we've got two pretty good point guards right now in Mark Sears and Jaden Bradley. But I think you know, Sears can really shoot. I think Sears' biggest strength is his shooting, and and that'll be aided when Quinterly comes back because Quinterly will be able to get a better shot. So those two can play together for sure. And, and you know, Quinterly can shoot it himself pretty well. So if you pair him with Jaden, you know, Jaden can kind of get in the lane and Quinterly will get better shots. So I think they he can play with either of those two guys. But we'll just, you know, we'll put him in. He'll play limited minutes, and we'll see how everything goes and how he – you know, we, as he, he's been able to practice some now, you know, half court stuff and some different controlled setting stuff, and we're trying to put him with both Mark and Jaden, kind of pair him up with either one, see how things go, and see where see where that's at. Yep. Dad, anything else, for Coach? Before we let him go? No, out? I appreciate. No, thank you for being on. I know you're busy, and we appreciate it. And I haven't, I haven't seen you much, but I'll get down to some games. Maybe, hopefully, I'll get down to a practice one of these days if you if you let out. me in. No, you can come whenever you want. Have you been you've been out golfing? You've been you No, I haven't played. Out, I haven't played out? a whole lot. All of my all of, you, you you're going to let all the people that I played with have passed away. I'm so old. Well, you <laughs> play with passing when I when Yeah, I have been. He's had a he's had a bad back. And here's and here's oh. Brian's problem. Brian Brian plays and if he hooks the ball or oh, two holes, he gets mad. He gets all hacked oh. off. Does he? And he uh, it, it, and I, I said, Brian, let me tell you something. Go buy this book, and it's by um, oh, a buddy of mine. He's the uh, and, and here's the name of the book: Golf is not a game of perfect. You and know what Brian great... says about you? <laughs> what he says? You always try to sneak out in the cart and not pay for it. Is that true? <laughs> no, that's not true. Can you believe that, that, Coach? <laughs> this guy's got all this money and don't want to pay for I the cart. I did all <laughs> anyway. I, anyway, I. Uh, I be, I hit balls, but I don't play with anybody much. I'm gonna try to play today, but it's the first time I played in two weeks. He got a new dog, and he's gonna leave it and hey, go first, play golf. First day, he said, where, hey, Barry he says first time he's played in two weeks, he doesn't play much. If, you know, if I went out today, I think it'd be the first time in two months. Yeah, coach, yeah he, he he has quit golf probably three thousand times, and every time I said, oh, yeah. well, "Send me your golf clubs." I ain't gotten a club yet, so yeah, I think he's right. gonna keep I playing. I can't play. I can't play. Old age is something you can't do anything about. Mate, so, you know that. 
Hey, don't Thank you. About it. Thank you, Coach. Three dogs. Appreciate, uh, it. Appreciate you guys. Thank you. All right, there's Coach uh, Nato. He got three dogs. You didn't get you two more. Nope. I'm lucky to have this one. <laughs> oh, really? All right, let's tell them about uh, Bob really Prince and Prince Glover and Hayes. Prince Glover and Hayes, three four five one two three four. Outstanding attorneys, outstanding people, people who have been successful, people who know the business and sit down with you and and talk to you about the problem that you're having and uh, try to help you. So I I know that uh, you'll appreciate Prince Glover and Hayes if you have a problem. 345-1234, located in Tuscaloosa, Alabama, but throughout the southeast. And I guess the the two key words is they're people that you can trust and can represent you in the right way. And the second key word is they've been very successful. Prince Glover and Hayes, 345. One, two, three, four. PrinceLaw.net is the website. And always remember, if they don't win, you don't pay. All right, Aiden, when we get back, we'll let him talk to us about a couple of games he looked at, and then we'll figure out what the blue plate special is, get it sent out, and you can go get to the the bank and get your get your money ready to lay it down. You listen to Ty 100.9. It's the home of Alabama sports. No representation is made that the quality of services performed is greater than the quality of services performed by other lawyers. This is a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 Sports Update. I'm Kim Rankin with your Tide Sports Update. Five-star class of 2024 quarterback Julian Sayan has committed to the Alabama Crimson Tide. Sayan is the fourth commit for the class of 2024. Former Alabama running back Derrick Henry won AFC Offensive Player of the Week. The Sabans are giving a teacher two tickets to the Iron Bowl courtesy of the Knicks Kids Foundation in honor of Thank Alabama Teachers Month. This has been a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 Sports Update. Play it again! For more info on these stories and more, download the Tide 100.9 app. Tide 100.9 Traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, no active wrecks and traffic actually moving pretty well this morning. We do have some minor congestion on McFarland at US 43 in Northport and 69 at Skyland in Tuscaloosa. If you see other conditions, give me a call. Hey, remember, if you need a vehicle, you need to go to see our friends at Townsend Nissan. They're your hometown dealer, and I'm Captain Ray. Black Friday deals, Black Friday deals. The gifts are unreal. Through Sunday, shop thousands of Black Friday deals at JCPenney. Get the warmth of a cozy party. Coaches took to the radio and TV airwaves to tell people that if you're building outdoors, the only way to build is with pressure-treated pine, yellow wood. It is the very, very best. Why? Because all the coaches said yellow wood, pressure-treated pine, protects against bug, termite, and weather. Decking. Fencing, playsets, whatever you're wanting to build, just go to the internet, look at Yellowwood, and you will find these coaches advertised a great product. If it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, believe you me, you don't want it. It's Yellowwood. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. A warm November day ahead. The sky's sunny, Tuscaloosa's high 81. For tonight, fair with the low at 58. Tomorrow, partly to mostly sunny, the high also 81. Then Saturday, cloudy with a good chance of showers, the high at 77. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 51 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Alabama Crimson Tide lives right here. Down the pylon. Touchdown, Alabama. On Tide 100.9. Could have heard a pin drop when they walked through the door.
Wayne's Pest Control, serving over 100,000 customers across Alabama, Tennessee, and Mississippi since 1973. And they're serving me, and they're doing an outstanding job. Wayne's can keep you protected from those unwanted pests this fall. And also will uh, keep you from protect you from termites. They got the great uh, deal there to take care of your lawn as well. Uh, they'll come out and spray it here in the winter. It'll come out in the spring, uh, Aiden, in summer, and it'll be looking absolutely outstanding. Go to eight six, give them a call eight six six Wayne's one, and they'll give you sixty dollars off your initial pest control service. All right, uh, Dad, let's talk a little bit about the games this week. Uh, tell them. Maybe a couple that you studied and that you t- decided not to do, and then let's hear which, which direction. Well, I, I looked at Duke and uh, Boston College. Duke playing really good. Uh, you keep thinking about Duke because you think you're basketball school, and they are, I and mean, you think they haven't been any good. This guy's done a terrific job with him. I didn't take it. It was nine and a half points against at Boston College. I like to try to take the home teams, but I didn't this time. But I didn't take that, but then I – Really and truly, as I looked through them, I couldn't find anything I was real comfortable with. I, I didn't, I didn't mind the Tulane Tulsa game. Uh, Tulane is having a great year. I've won with them once or twice, or once, and uh, they're playing at Tulsa. Uh, Tulsa's uh, get, getting seven and a half points. I passed on that. And the biggest problem I'm having with this game is that uh, the game I've selected is that. Um, the team that I have selected is not good defensively, and that's not good. But they're so good offensively that most of the time, if anybody can overcome defense, they can. Um, the other factor is that they're playing a team that played Miami last week, and they went four overtimes. If you go four overtimes in the ninth week of the season, you're a tired football team. So I took North Carolina uh, to beat Virginia. Uh, the line is seven and a half. I took it because of the four overtimes. Uh, I didn't take it because of North Carolina's defense because they don't guard anybody. Uh, I took it because of North Carolina's offense, the quarterback, and the way they play and the points that they score heavily. Um, so that's what I did. Um, you know, some like it. Probably some don't like it. Whatever. I didn't but, realize. Uh, I I didn't realize North Carolina was seven and one. Yeah, they haven't lost, and they they wasn't well, four and zero in the league. Yeah, yeah. Wow. And they they're good, and they play, and they can score, 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 and they've been. They are very fortunate with their team. Their their team. They sometimes they always come out from under it, and um, uh, when you when you go and and play Miami, there's a, there's a lot of discipline. You're at home. Virginia's at home, and that's a that's a uh, strike against me. The crowd won't it won't be a home field advantage. Um, you know they played their hearts out last week against the Miami team that's just so so, uh, and went four overtimes, and that takes a lot out of you mentally and physically. And based on me not really being able to find anybody else on the on the paper that I really liked except the two I mentioned, and I, so it got down to those three, and I, and I selected North Carolina as as the blue plate winner. All right, let's roll through these SEC games real quick. All the lines are pretty tight uh, this week, so they're yeah. pretty good matchups. Kentucky, uh, who's struggling a little bit. Missouri, they're up and down as well. 
Uh, looks like it's going to be a defensive affair. The over-under is 40-and-a-half. Kentucky is a one-point favorite at Missouri. What do you like there? Uh, I, I kind of like uh, I kind of like Kentucky in that game. I think you'll revamp and play. Missouri's awfully tough defensively. I, I kind of I don't know you know Missouri having won. Uh, I don't know. I I don't know. I, I'd probably take Kentucky. All right. Uh, hold on, man. I'm I'm getting eight in the line on the. It was seven and a half, right? North Carolina minus seven. North Carolina minus seven and a half there. Yeah. Uh, Aiden. All right, uh, the other game, uh, South Carolina uh, is going over to Vanderbilt. I was talking about that was one that I liked. Uh, that'll be uh, a night game, 630. Uh, won't be a ton of people there. I think there'll be a lot of Gamecocks that will travel, even though they're uh, frustrated with their offensive coordinator. They cannot stand that offensive coordinator. Well, J- is that J.C. or that uh, everybody? Everybody. Oh, my God. Goodness, uh, Satterfield's his name. They well, they don't like they don't like the one in Alabama. They don't like anything. No, no, this they, is a whole other level. This is a whole other level of dislike. But uh, South Carolina minus seven. Uh, your thoughts there? South Carolina better play. They better play. And if they do, they 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 came out and said uh, JC did that. He didn't think they played hard defensively. They played awfully hard against against uh, Kentucky. Oh, Kentucky was injured a little bit. Um, you know, the one thing that you have to do coaching is try to get your team to play hard consistently. That's not easy to do. That the Missouri game for for uh, South Carolina was uh, we just got through beating A and M. Missouri's come in here. We go and Vanderbilt. We got us two two more wins before they played the game. You could tell that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got we got two more wins coming up. We've already got five. We're gonna have seven wins. We're in a bowl. Well, lo and behold, the kids weren't ready to play. Now, if that got their attention, then okay, because uh, I, I, I like like South Carolina. But um, I would say I go along with you. I'll go along with you. But uh, it's a it's a weak go along. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, we already talked about Liberty, Arkansas. Uh, the other one, the big, the bigger one, not the LSU, Alabama, but Tennessee, Georgia lines. Kind of stuck at eight uh, now, which is a little over a touchdown there. Tennessee can score. Everybody rants and raves about Kirby Smart and his defense, so something's going to have to give in this game. I don't know that Georgia can win a shootout uh, if it turns to, into that. Uh, what are you thinking there? If Tennessee uh, were to win this particular game, I think that they're going to probably uh, make the playoff. Uh, even well, if, they were... Georgia, Georgia, if Georgia loses this game, they're out in Atlanta. Because because if Tennessee after this game they've got Missouri South Carolina and Vanderbilt they're going to run that and if, yeah, the, the, if they win this game Georgia's they can, out they, Georgia's out yeah they can they lose win. they yeah. could lose in the SEC championship yeah. and still go Tennessee yeah yeah but, so who uh, who wins uh, I don't know I guess, I, I guess Georgia. People when if, when the Vegas puts it at eight, they they, they know more about it than I do. They, I don't think they do, but they do. Well, that's just where the betting's going. It's all going right around that I area. Know. So I know it, but I just and I think the home field advantage is a real advantage for them. That's my opinion. Yeah, Although it's... I picked a, I picked a, team, a visiting team this this week, I think the home field. I think I think the home field advantage will be deafening for Tennessee. 
We'll see. I'll be interested to see if Kirby can shut this offense. I don't know if you going to shut this offense down. Him no. and Hooker uh, to play in that environment. It'll be, you know, Georgia's kind of like Alabama. Well, They're so much better than teams. They don't have a lot of games like he, this where yeah. the crowds are, are energized. It'll be crazy over there in Athens. Yeah, he's, um, he's, he's looking at what Alabama didn't do, not so much of what they did do defensively, what they didn't do. Now, I know I understand that all what you didn't do is based on personnel and players. I got all that. But he is also looking at the schemes of what they did, what they didn't do, what they should have done. That's easy to do after the game is over. They should have done this. They didn't with against the wideouts and so forth. So uh, Tennessee is looking at uh, they're going to play us a little bit like Alabama did. Whether um, they add, I doubt very seriously. I don't know if they add anything or not. You know, they they're when you have a when you have a coach that's offensive minded as he is and very good. Uh, they have a tendency to add things. They just do. They just they add a player or two that is they that they have not used at all as the season goes along because they know they've been scouted a lot. Um, so uh, you know he he may do that some, and if he does, then that'll be a plus for Tennessee. But it'd be I just think the home field advantage gives Georgia a chance to sneak by, and if Georgia loses, um. They're out in Atlanta. Now, what does that make them out in Final Four, Barry? Uh, it depends. If Alabama runs it and gets to Atlanta, if Tennessee knocks off Alabama and Atlanta, then Georgia could squeak back in there. If Alabama beats Tennessee, then Alabama and Tennessee are both going and Georgia's out. So uh, I think Georgia, there's a pathway to still get in there, but but Tennessee would have to win the SEC championship. And if Alabama wins it, they're going, and Tennessee's not going to go for number one to out. So uh, they need this game. I think Tennessee can still lose it and get there, but I don't. Georgia is going to be tough if they do. All right, let's take this break. We'll come back and wrap up the show. Let's tie 100.9. It's the home of Alabama sports. Crimson Tide Today is brought to you by Tuscaloosa Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, and Ram and Pearl River Resort. From the University of Alabama, this is Crimson Tide Today. It's a daily update on Bama sports, and it's brought to you by CBNS Bank. Bank anywhere, at any time, with CBNS Bank's digital solutions. Managing your finances has never been so easy. Hello again, everybody. I'm Roger Hoover. Chris Stewart previews what's coming up tonight on Hey Coach and the Nick Saban Show, starting at 6.30 p.m. Central at Baumhauer's Victory Grill in Tuscaloosa. Absolutely. Always enjoy the visit with Coach, and that'll be fun to, to have in there. Nick Kelly from the Tuscaloosa News, who's done a great job uh, covering that beat for uh, for the T-News, is going to be our media guest and, and visited with him a little bit earlier today off air, just talking about that. And and also Dan Waters, the, the cross-country coach, and tied, of course, winning a, an SEC crown on the men's and women's side recently with uh, with their success uh, in Tuscaloosa, getting a chance to to host relays and conference championship. I'll have more in a moment. At CBNS Bank, we've been into meeting the needs of our customers since 1906. Whether you're buying a home or auto or consolidating debt, CBNS Bank's personal loans are on point or setting new business goals. Our lineup of commercial loans can help you achieve them. At CBNS Bank, we're proud to sponsor the University of Alabama Athletics and even prouder to take the field or court with you. Visit cbsbank.com today. All loans subject to credit approval, member FDIC and equal housing lender. 
Join us tonight for Hey Coach and the Nick Saban Show from Baumhauer's Victory Grill at 6.30 p.m. Central. Chris Stewart hosts and tonight will cover the latest Alabama news, plus visit with the head coach, Nick Saban. Hey Coach is available to listen to across the radio network, will be streamed live on our social media outlets, and also available on demand on the Alabama Insider Podcast. Crimson Tide Today is brought to you by CBNS Bank. Crimson Tide Today is a production of the Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield. Tide 100.9 Traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, no active wrecks and traffic actually moving pretty well this morning. We do have some minor congestion on McFarland at US 43 in Northport and 69 at Skyland in Tuscaloosa. If you see other conditions, give me a call. Hey, remember, if you need a vehicle, you need to go to see our friends at Townsend Nissan. They're your hometown dealer, and I'm Captain Ray. At the Home Depot, we have Black Friday savings all through November. And with that comes a joyful holiday bustle that we just love to hear. Welcome back to Inside the Locker. I one of my loyal listeners here, and I've said this before. All right, let's say this happens, guys. Tennessee loses to Georgia, and they run it out. So they finish 11-1. and one. Only lost to Georgia. Alabama runs it out, gets to Atlanta. Alabama's in Atlanta, 10-1. and one. Georgia's 11-0. Alabama knocks off Georgia. So now you got Georgia. This is, this is not far-fetched. So you got Georgia, Alabama, and Tennessee all 11-1. What happens? If you need Clemson to lose, it ain't going to take all three. Somebody's going to be mad. I guess it probably depends on. Now, now, who, who, who's tied? All right, listen real fast. we got like two minutes. Georgia <laughs> beats Tennessee Saturday. Tennessee <clears throat> wins the rest. They're 11-1. to Georgia's in Atlanta. Alabama's in Atlanta. Alabama's 10-1 and going in the game. Georgia's 11-0. Alabama, or 12 and 12 and 0, I guess that'd be the SCT. Alabama be 11 and 1. Alabama knocks off Georgia. So now Tennessee, who beat Alabama, Georgia, who beat Tennessee, and Alabama, who beat Georgia, are all 12 and 1. Committee's got a problem there. Tennessee's probably out. Probably. It depends on how this game goes. Uh, you know, Alabama playing Tennessee close. There could end up helping them in that scenario. But if Alabama wins the SEC championship, they're in. And then it's down to who you're going to take over. And I guess they would go head-to-head on that, and they would take, yeah, you're right. To answer your question, Johnny, Tennessee is out if that happens, in my opinion. All right, that's it for today's show. We appreciate uh, Coach Oates taking time to be on with us. If you miss Coach, uh, it'll be on the Podcast Center. Also, Aiden, send me that Brookwood. Text me that uh, segment there. The mayor is calling for that segment. I thought uh, the coach from Brookwood there did an outstanding job. Alabama won so many different products and services. Here's the constant, though, the the most important thing I'm going to tell you. It's the people. They will take care of you. They will make you comfortable. They will find the best solution for you, whether it's a vehicle loan, a mortgage, a credit card. How do I know it? Because I've got all three. Go to www dot alabama one dot org if you want to see dad's new dog go to my twitter account at barry sanders you can see the new dog give me any training tips that that you have for him all right appreciate it and that's it for today's show the gary harris show is next 
You're listening to Tide 100.9. It's the home of Alabama sports. Inside the Locker Room with Wimp and Barry Sanderson on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app.